At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare this is the look ahead with scott seidenberg on vsin the sports betting network Coming to you from the Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas, Scott Seidenberg here with you. It's the look ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Always on Twitter at Scott's On Air and at VSIN Live. Boy, these NBA playoffs continue to disappoint. The Boston Celtics take a 3 2 series lead over the Miami Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals thanks to a 93 80 victory in Miami. And this was a case where we talked about it yesterday. There was something up. Something, something was afoot. Because the line kept moving in favor of the Boston Celtics. Well, we find out here on Wednesday that all of a sudden the Heat canceled shoot-around and two staffers tested positive for COVID and maybe there was going to be some player absence and there was so much drama going around NBA Twitter, I couldn't keep up with it. Yet, the line, this is what I could keep up with, the spread kept moving and moving until it got to Boston minus three. And if at any point you felt compelled to bet the Miami Heat, We probably have to have a talk. When a side gets steamed like the Boston Celtics got, not just today. It, you see, for me, it wasn't about the movement today. It was the movement yesterday. It was the movement since this game, since this line opened with the Heat being favored. All those questions that we had yesterday about why did, how does this line make sense? And why were the Celtics one and a half point favorites in Miami? Why were the Celtics such heavy favorites to win this series, even though Miami had two home games out of the remaining three games? All of those questions, they were answered here on Wednesday night. As the Heat, they look terrible. There's no other way to describe it They looked terrible. And the Celtics, their younger legs, took over. And this was the craziest part about it, is as poorly as both teams shot early. And really, the Miami Heat, who just couldn't make a basket, this was a one 
point game with a little over two minutes remaining in the third quarter. This was a one-point game. It was 59-58 with 2.44 left. From the 2.44 mark of the third quarter till the end of the third quarter, the Heat outscored the Miami Heat, excuse me, the Celtics outscored the Miami Heat 10 nothing. From 59-58 to 69-58 at the end of the third quarter. And then from 69-58 to 72-58. And that lead never disappeared. And the Celtics won this game by 13 points. That was it. That run there at the end of the third quarter, the difference in this game. But you can't just look at those 10 minutes and say, you know what? Miami was in this. Miami scored 80 points in this game. 80 points. They didn't look good at all. Jimmy Butler had 13 points on 4 of 18 shooting. Clearly not 100%. Bam Adebayo scored 18, and it looked like he could, you know, actually make some, some plays in this one. But no one else did anything. Max Struess couldn't hit a three-pointer. Neither could Kyle Lowry. They clearly missed Tyler Hero big time. And... The contributions you got in the last game from Victor Oladipo, nothing in this game. Gabe Vincent gave you everything he could. That's it. Miami Heat got outclassed. They got outplayed. The Celtics, younger, more athletic, deeper. Jason Tatum, 25 points. Jalen Brown, 25 points. Marcus Smart came back. He didn't do much. He didn't have to. Al Horford was a beast. And this dude is just contributing on all levels. He's been one of the X factors in this series. 16 points, 7 boards, 5 assists for Horford. Derek White played 29 minutes in this game. He scored 14 points. Celtics are the better team. And this series is over. That's it. We are a couple of days away from Celtics Warriors in the NBA Finals. Taking a look now at where we're lined up for game number six in Boston. The, Maya, the Boston Celtics are nine-point favorites. Think about that for a minute. Nine-point favorites. You realize that the market now is telling us that the Dallas Mavericks are closer to the Golden State Warriors 
than the Miami Heat are to the Boston Celtics. You have two closeout game scenarios, both on their home floors. The Warriors are seven-point favorites over the Mavericks, and the Celtics are nine-point favorites over the Heat. This is a three-point adjustment from the last time these two teams played in Boston. Two and a half, I guess you can say. But clearly this Heat team is not the same without Tyler Hero. And they couldn't make a big shot for anything. Jimmy Butler is not having the impact that he had earlier this postseason where it seemed that he could do whatever he wanted. So, I'm sorry. This series is over. And just think about, the not, it's not disrespect, but how crazy it is that this game is a nine-point spread. Honestly, could probably make it higher. What have we seen throughout this NBA playoffs? The games have not been competitive. For the the Warriors coming up here on Thursday night, you can't make that spread high enough. Warriors are going to win by 15 plus. They might win by 30. Not 30. They might win by 20-something. That's how I feel about them closing out the series here against the Mavericks. Same thing for the Celtics against the Heat. It's been a playoffs of blowouts. These games have had... Very few moments of competitiveness. And I'm pretty... I feel like there hasn't been a compelling moment in this postseason since Joel Embiid's injury. That's it. What else about this playoffs has really, you know, captivated you, has sucked you in. Or maybe the, the, the Timberwolves-Grizzlies first-round series. You know, the blown leads, okay. The, I don't even think the Mavericks beating the Suns because the Suns just got embarrassed. And we probably should have read the tea leaves there with all the... Um, like drama going on behind the scenes. DeAndre Ayton, etc. This was a bad postseason. A bad postseason. Speaking of Joel Embiid, he tweeted out, Miami needs another star. And that, of course has sent Twitter in a frenzy. Miami needs another star. Hey, Jimmy Butler could have stayed in Philly. You guys could have had a thing, right? If they, if uh, you didn't want to sign, uh, you, you know, um, uh, who am I thinking of? Um, anyway, if that shot goes in, the they don't they. The whole history of the Sixers is different. We talked about the, his, the the Sixers and their history so many times 
uh, with the what ifs. You can play the what if games till the cows come home, right? Tobias Harris. That's what I'm thinking of. But there's a, yeah, Jimmy Butler and Joel Embiid together. Worked out before. Maybe it works out again. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at Scott's on air. S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. The NBA playoffs, not good. Lots of blowouts. Will we see another one on Thursday night? I think the answer is for sure yes. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This segment of The Look Ahead is brought to you by Zin Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. Zin Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties, and they come in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zin, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide. Visit Zinn.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's ZYN.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Scott Zadenberg back here with you. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Always on Twitter at Scott's on air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Western Conference Finals, game number five coming up here on Thursday night from the Chase Center in San Francisco. The Warriors, a seven-point favorite over the Dallas Mavericks. And, and I'm half-joking when I say you can't make this spread high enough. The more I think about the game on Tuesday, the more I I feel like the Warriors stood no chance. With the tragic incident that occurred in Texas and after watching Steve Kerr's comments, he had no interest in coaching that game. No interest. And I understand. I Believe me, I understand. Something like that hits you. You, you don't 
have any interest in doing anything. And he talked about it in his comments, right? Where he says, yeah, we're going to have a moment of silence and then we're going to play a game. And then it's like, go dubs, go, you know, go, go win, whatever. And it just feels so minuscule. And, you know, as I thought back on it today, I just, it was clear, right? And I know it's, it's so, it feels like it's sick to talk about a tragedy like that and to kind of bring it into the sports gambling landscape or whatever. And I believe I'm not trying to diminish anything or, or, or really be insensitive about it, but Steve Kerr had no, in, he, he was not in the right headspace is the right way of saying it to coach that game. And so looking back on the game and the performance for the Golden State Warriors I kind of understand it looking back. And it it makes sense why they would, I don't want to say mail it in, but why they'd be checked out. And now looking ahead to game five at home, I think you're going to get a more focused group. I think you're going to get a group that is ready to play basketball. And as nice as it would be for the Dallas Mavericks to continue this run of, uh, you know, this being able to win and win with margin when they're facing elimination and see if they could do it again for the fourth time this postseason and keep their season alive, I I just can't see it. I can't see it at all. This spread is seven and might as well be 10. If the Warriors do not win this game by double figures, I'd be very surprised. Because there's no, there's nothing in me that sees Dallas winning this game. And if it happens, I will, you know, I'll be wrong. It wouldn't be the first time I'm wrong. Ain't going to be the last time I'm wrong. But this one feels to me kind of like what we saw in game number one, where it was 112.87. Maybe it's not going to be that bad. Maybe it's more like. The, the game two, 126, 117. But I, I think it's going to be double digits, though. I wouldn't be surprised if this is a 120 to 100 type game, 116 to 98, something like that. I think the Warriors win this one going away. I'm Scott Sadenberg. You hit me up on Twitter at Scott's on air, S C O T T S. O-N-A-I-R. I'm I'm just looking at the NBA Finals and seeing the future matchup here between the Warriors and the Celtics. I think the Celtics are are live. I really do. 
they they got a good they got a mix on this team. Now the X factor is if the Warriors really are clicking, and if Clay Thompson specifically is clicking because we haven't seen Clay be Clay in this postseason. If the Warriors play like they played early in the postseason and Jordan Poole scoring 28 points or Steph Curry scoring 31, Draymond Green's having a big impact because I feel like Al Horford is doing the Draymond Green role for the Boston Celtics. And Jason Tatum is like the combo, Curry and Clay, And you see, that's the thing. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are doing better than Steph and Clay and are capable of being better than Steph and Clay. Horford and Marcus Smart combined give you what Draymond gives you. And Wiggins, I guess you could say. So, I guess the question I would have, and how would they match up and compare with each other, is let's say you would have Tatum and Tatum and Jalen Brown versus Steph and Clay. Well, right now, and it's crazy to to think this, and maybe you wouldn't have thought this whenever, but right now I'd take Tatum and Brown over Steph and Clay. And then you look, Draymond and Wiggins, and I know the positions don't line up, but I'm talking about what they do for the team. Because yes, you know, Wiggins is a forward, Marcus Smart's a guard, but defensively, these are that that's what they're doing for the team. So Wiggins and Draymond versus Marcus Smart and Al Horford. I go Marcus Smart and Al Horford. And then Robert Williams against Kevon Looney, I go Robert Williams. So I feel like the Celtics personnel and what they're capable of doing and what they've been doing this postseason has been greater than what the Warriors starting five has given us and is capable of giving us. And I think the Celtics as an underdog in the NBA Finals are absolutely worth a look. Now, you want to talk about the bench. Well, Jordan Poole, Derek White. Jordan Poole, you got, you got to go Jordan Poole there. If Otto Porter is not playing, that is huge. But if Otto Porter's in, then you go Otto Porter, Grant Williams. I probably probably go Grant Williams. So I think depth-wise, maybe the Celtics' top two guys off the bench in White and Williams are better than the Warriors' top two guys off the bench in Poole and... And Porter, especially if you don't have Porter. It's an interesting conversation. And again, it's not just about the star power and who these players are. 
It's about what they can do for you and what they've been doing this postseason. And I've been more impressed with the pieces that the Celtics have and the job that they've done this postseason than with the pieces the Warriors have and the job they've done this postseason. So when these two teams line up in the NBA Finals, and make no mistake, with all due respect to Miami and Dallas, it's going to be Warriors-Celtics in the NBA Finals. I'm taking the Celtics. Coming up next, we'll be joined by our very own Matt Humans. We'll talk a little NBA playoffs. Get his thoughts on uh, what exactly has been a boring, boring see, uh, past couple of weeks in the NBA. And so much more. It's the look ahead here on Visa. This is the look ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCast designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcasts. Scott Sadenberg back here with you. This is The Look Ahead here on VCND Sports Betting Network. You can hit me up on Twitter at Scott's on Air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Joining us now, our very own Matt Humans, who you see every single day co-hosting The Edge here on VCN. You read his work up on vcin.com and in Point Spread Weekly. Matt, let's first talk about the NBA playoffs I've been saying it's bad, it's been boring, the blowouts are not fun. What's been your take on the basketball that we've seen or maybe haven't seen for the past several weeks? Do we have to talk about the NBA playoffs? <laughs> I guess there's the answer right there. <laughs> yeah, okay. No. I think um, I was, you know, if, if you're on the right side of a blowout, I think you really enjoy the games. And, you know, in terms of betting, if you're on the right side of the ball, I think you, you've liked these playoffs. But, yeah, from a, a fan's perspective, I think it's, it's been tough to watch. And just from somebody who appreciates good offensive basketball, like I do, it's been tough to watch. Tonight was kind of, a, I think, a microcosm of what we've seen here in the playoffs. A lot of three-point attempts and not many makes. Scott, the teams t- tonight, Celtics and the Heat combined to shoot 17 for 78 from three-point range. That's just bad basketball. That's all that is. And, um, you know, you can't sugarcoat a turd because that's what the playoffs have been so far. Yep. And uh, hopefully we get some good games. I really thought, you know, I've got the Celtics to win this series. I've got the Celtics to win the championship. And I thought, okay, we've had four blowouts. Game five, we're due to have a really good game tonight. And then the second half, the Celtics just blow the heat doors off, and uh, we have another blowout. So, Five games, five blowouts. I don't mind the result tonight because I wanted the Celtics to win the game. But man, can we get a good game? Uh, we we just haven't. The the good games in the NBA playoffs have been way too uh, few and far between. I think the the number is since the second round started, we've only had three games where the spread has mattered. Mm-hmm. So all right. it's like you know why you spend so much time handicapping these games and it doesn't even matter. Just pick a team to win and that's it. Stop like stop saying, oh, well, seven might be too much to to give here. The Celtics matter nine point favorites in game six. 
Nine. And you know what? Of course, the, the, the smart move is to take the points with the Heat, but you know what? They're going to get blown out. They're going to lose by 20. Well, the Miami Heat are in uh, a lot of trouble with Jimmy Butler can't be a scorer. And what we saw tonight is Jimmy Butler's not himself. The Celtics made an adjustment at halftime. They realized they didn't have to defend Butler as a scorer, and uh, that was a big difference, I think, in a way that game kind of turned around in the second half. Hey, if Jimmy Butler's not going to carry the offense like he did in game one, the Miami Heat are in big trouble. Without Tyler Hero out there, uh, they they just don't have enough scoring options. I think both these teams are really good on the defensive end of the floor, and that's part of what makes this uh, series look uglier. And when we talk about bad basketball, sometimes defense forces offenses to look ugly. But the Miami Heat just don't have enough offensive options right now. And the Celtics got uh, a few more. They've got some big-time scores, and that's really why I bet the Celtics in the series and to win the championship. I think they're the best defensive team left, and I think they have more guys they can go to in clutch time who can really kind of drive to the rim and get buckets. Um, you know, a lot of times when you see these teams go through offensive dry spells or slumps, it's because they're taking too many threes. The one thing I'd like to see the Celtics do a little bit more, Scott, I'd like to see Tatum and, and uh, Jalen Brown drive to the rim a little bit more, especially when we get to the final series against Golden State. Yeah, and I was just thinking about that series before against Golden State, and Look, with all due respect to Dallas and Miami, that's the NBA Finals. It's the Celtics against the Warriors. We know that that's what it's going to be. Uh, I like the Celtics pieces much more than the Warriors. And what I did was I broke it down almost in pairs. And I broke it down not by position, but by what they do for the team, right? So I took the scorers first. And I would take Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown over Stephen Clay right now. Yes, Stephen Clay by reputation, of course, those are what the average NBA fan might select, but based on what they're doing right now and what they're capable of giving the team right now, I actually don't think it's close because Clay's not giving you much. So I would much rather have Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown than Stephen Clay. And then on the defensive side and the rebounding side, I'd rather have Al Horford and Marcus Smart than Draymond Green and Andrew Wiggins. Because I think Smart and and Horford actually give you more scoring than Wiggins and Draymond Green. And Robert Williams is not even close. He's much better than Kevon Looney. And then as far as the bench is concerned, I guess that's the only place that you could say Golden State has an edge because you'd rather have Jordan Poole over Grant Williams. But even that's pretty close, Matt. Yeah, you're right. You've got uh, young guys like Jordan Poole and uh, Kaminga who are not really – very good individual defenders. If, if you get those guys out in space, they really can't defend anybody. And I think uh, when you look at the Celtics, you've got so many guys who are good defensively and just it's a better defensive team. And that's usually where I start when I'm trying to determine uh, who's got the edge in the series. The Celtics are the better defensive team. I think their scorers are younger and more athletic and they have the ability to get to the basket. Like you're talking about uh, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Those guys can shoot to three, they can drive, they can do it all on the offensive end. I think Clay Thompson, as much as I like the guy over his career, he's been a great two-way player. He's a step slow uh, right now. He's just not the same as he was, uh, let's say, three years ago. And Stephen Curry's not a great defender by any stretch. So that's why I think the Celtics have a couple more edges when we get to the finals. And uh, I kind of like my position on Boston. I was a little bit nervous going into tonight's game. I'm not going to lie because – 
we we heard a lot of rumors about Marcus Smart mm-hmm. and uh, Robert Williams and how they might not play. And I said, man, if those guys don't play in a game five, the Celtics could be in trouble. But they toughed it out. They were out there tonight. And uh, that was the win the Celtics had to have. And it was very convincing the way they played in the second half. Speaking of rumors, what did you make of all the the, the rumors about the heat and COVID and canceling shoot around and the two staffers testing positive and the uncertainty about the <laughs> players and the spread moving all the way to the Celtics minus three. I mean, it was a bizarre day today on NBA Twitter, Matt. Yeah, it was three and a half at Circa this afternoon when I looked at it and I thought, man, if that gets to four, that seems like a little bit too much. But like you said, the number doesn't matter. The number really hasn't come into play in very many of these playoff games. And even though the Celtics did not look good offensively in the first half, they still pull away and win the game by double digits tonight. So uh, what I make of it, I'm so sick of the COVID situation. I don't even want to talk about it. Hmm. But, you know, from a handicapping perspective, I I always say where there's smoke, there's fire. So yesterday I I heard some talk that the Heat might have a COVID situation. Well, it turned out to be a couple staffers who were stuck in a hotel while they were close contacts with the players, whatever. Uh, I think – I've stopped overreacting to COVID rumors. Let's put it that way. A couple of years ago in college football and college basketball, you would catch a lot of COVID rumors. The betters would overreact. The line would move and it would be uh, much ado about nothing in a lot of cases. So I I didn't pay too much attention, I guess, to the COVID angle. Yeah. Uh, You know, me neither. I I just, uh, I was on the Celtics from the get go. I've been on the Celtics the whole Mm -hmm. time. um, And they're just a better team. That's it. That's just, it's the only way. That's the it's the easiest way to sum it up, right? There's no other. You don't have to dive deeper into this. They're just the better team, the more athletic team, the younger team. They look fresher, uh, which is crazy to say, even though you know because they came off of a longer mm-hmm. series, the series before. But yeah, it's the the youthful legs, and and clearly Jimmy Butler is not himself. And uh, I, I I saw the other night what was it Nick Friedle on ESPN who uh, used to cover Jimmy in Chicago said you know this this guy is not he's not himself. Um, right. and that should have been the red flag right there. And then the Tyler Hero injury added into that, and there's just no secondary pieces. So uh, I do expect the Celtics to win and cover that big number in game six, and I expect the Warriors to win and cover here in game number five. Uh, with all due respect to the Mavericks, I just think you're going to get a focused Golden State effort because that's what they do. They don't close out series on the road, and then they do right. when they return right. home. That's why I did not want to – one of the reasons I didn't want to bet the Warriors in game four, I don't trust them when they have a series lead. And uh, I don't know for a fact they're going to play with urgency. Hey, the uh, let's face it, I, I agree with you. I think the Celtics are the best team. I think they're the best team left. But they have caught a couple breaks here in the Eastern Conference. They caught the Bucks with Chris Middleton injured. They've caught the Heat now with uh, Jimmy Butler injured. So the Celtics have uh, been a little bit lucky here on the way to the finals, too. Well, let's see if luck uh, is still on their side starting next week when the NBA finals begin. But, hey, there's still business at hand. they still got a game against Miami that they have to win. Same thing with the Warriors. Mm -hmm. they got to win one more before we can start really breaking down the NBA finals. Matt, hang with me. Um, i got to get your thoughts on the PGA Championship, what we witnessed, the heartbreak and the chaos in that final round and playoff, plus uh, talk a little Major League Baseball as well coming up next. He is Matt Humans, our senior editor here at vcin.com, Point Spread Weekly, co-host of The Edge, Monday through Friday on the network. I'm Scott Seidenberg. This is The Look Ahead here on vcin.
This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN Summer Special is here. For only $39, you get everything VSIN has to offer from now until the end of July. The next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at vsin.com. And subscribers will have access to all of it, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets. Mine are up there as well. Jonathan Von Tobel will have best bets all the way through the NBA Finals. Andy McNeil is going to break down all the action on the ice all the way through the Stanley Cup playoffs. We've got lots of NFL preseason coverage as well, not to mention continued best bets, premium articles covering golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. If you want the full VSIN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it, the cost is only $39 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now, vcin.com slash summer. Scott Seidenberg back here. It's the look ahead here on vcin. Rejoined now by our very own senior editor, Matt Humans. You read his stuff on vcin.com and in Point Spread Weekly. And you watch and listen to him Monday through Friday on the edge here on the network. And, uh, of course, you get his golf selections every week as well. And, well, Matt, we talked about it last week. I played Will Zalatoris like I always do. We got to a playoff. And for the second time this season, I lost a Will Zalatoris outright in a playoff. The heartbreak. Yeah, well, you're not the only one. You and me and uh, probably a handful of other people, too. You've got misery loves company. You have some company, uh, Scott. I was at Torrey Pines that day. I was standing next to the tee box and Will Zalatoris lost that playoff. It was a long walk back to the to the car for me after that tournament. And, uh, you know, I will, I will say this about the PGA. You can't be too depressed. I can't be too disappointed. We're lucky we even got Willie Z into the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Right? If, you look at it, if you look at it that way, you don't feel so bad about it. Because uh, let's, I had Cameron Young at 80-1. to 1. You had a better number on Zalatoris than I did. I bet him too early. I bet him at 34-1. to 1. Yeah, I had 47-1 here at Zerga. Yeah. Yeah, he, his his number really went up, and I don't know why. I, I was really confident in him going into the PGA. Uh, when I talked to you, I think a week ago, Friday night, I'd written an update for vcin.com, and I said I took a piece of Justin Thomas at plus 370. And I have to admit that going into Sunday, I wrote that off. I thought Justin Thomas had no chance. And there was a math model that showed he had less than a 2% chance to win. So when I'm looking at the Sunday leaderboard, I'm thinking, okay, I got a pretty good shot here with Cameron Young. And with uh, Willis Alatoris, the one guy I, you know, I really need Mito Pereira to come back to the pack, and that happens a lot on Sunday in a golf tournament. I think uh, I'm gonna say in 2021 in the summer there was something like 14 straight tournaments where the leader going into Sunday did not win. So I was pretty confident that uh, Mito Pereira, who had never won a PGA Tour event, you know, obviously had never won a major, was going to feel the pressure and would come back to the pack on Sunday. We were fortunate that we got Willie Z into the playoff. When he got to the playoff, I don't know if you hedged. I already had a piece of Justin Thomas. I didn't have to hedge anything at that point. But when he got to the playoff against JT, I really thought that JT was going to win the playoff. You know, he was, I would have made him a buck 30, buck 40 favorite, and I would have been surprised if uh, Willie Z won the playoff. So what I would say going forward is you just got to stand by your man here. You know, if, if you've ever had a girl you pursued, maybe in high school or college, or whatever, and you ask her out once, she said no. You ask her out twice, she said no. Well, if you stop asking, she's never going to say yes. So you just got to keep betting Will's out of Taurus. You know what I mean? The only problem is, and you, <laughs> you, you, you know I'm going to keep doing it, but the only problem is 
I think I might have lost, or we've might have lost the Some best, value. the best of his numbers. Yeah, you know, yeah, I'm kidding. Yeah. yeah, you know, he's at twenty. Yeah, he's at twenty to one. I see here for the yeah. for the Charles Schwab. You see what? Twenty to one for the Charles Schwab. Oh, there's a thirty to one out there. I, I think okay. thirty to one at Circa tonight. Yeah. Okay, great. Okay. I think, yeah, I think Circa's got thirty right now. I was looking at the app uh, before I talked to you. It was twenty three a couple of days ago, and I think it's thirty as uh, as we speak. And you know, this is obviously a bad spot. I know you're a really good spot handicapper when it comes to baseball, and I love to handicap spots and situations as well. And this is no doubt a bad spot for Willie Z. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you're if you're committed on this guy, you got to keep betting him. And uh, I, I didn't make a big bet on him this week, but I did bet him because if he wins and you don't, you're going to regret that. You're going to be talking about it for years. So just throw something on Willie Z this week, and I'll tell you this: if it makes you feel better, uh, I think two areas of uh, focus this week in this uh, Charles Schwab Challenge at Colonial Country Club will be strokes gained approach and strokes gained tee to green. This is not the type of course where a bomber gets a huge advantage or anything like that. Uh, The one thing I worry about with Willie Z is his driving accuracy. He's been Mm -hmm. nowhere near what it needs to be. But when I'm talking about strokes gained approach and strokes gained tee to green, guess who leads the tour in both categories? Willie Willie Z. Z. Yep. Yep. So statistics will tell you you can still back him this week. Obviously, it's a bad spot. But I'd rather bet him and lose again than not bet him, and then he wins, and then I'll be talking about it for years. I can't believe it didn't bet Will Zalatoris. <laughs> I don't know if he finally won. So anyway, uh, you don't have to make a big bet. Just play something on Willie Z and move forward. The guy's going to win. He's going to cash. And um, I think it's going to be sooner than later. But, yeah, unfortunately, we're losing a little bit of value as he continues to play well. But the same thing's true, Scott, with Cameron Young, because I, I, I had to, I, identified him as a player that I was going to continue to bet until he won. And now the numbers are going to keep coming down on Cameron Young too. Mm. It's out, right? So you need, we really need these guys to win and cash before everybody else recognizes their talent and the, and the odds market obviously crashes, but unfortunately it doesn't always work that way. So I did play Willie Z just a little bit this week. I played Sam Burns at 30 to one. He tied for 20th at the PGA. I think he profiles well on this course. Abraham answer 42 to one top 15, the last two years on this course, top 10 at the PGA quietly played a really uh, good four days. Gary Woodland, again, top 15 on this course, the last two years with a 67.8 scoring average. And uh, he was top 35 at the PGA. Didn't play great, but he was one under after three rounds and he was in the hunt and he's a 50 to one. You know, and you can look at Bed 365. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
get some other long shots, but I, I really believe that this is a type of tournament where the, the favorites are not going to be focused. Scotty Scheffler just came off of uh, a PGA where he was a favorite at what he called his favorite golf course in the world, and he missed the cut. Why would he be that focused or fired up to play in this tournament this week? I don't know. Justin Thomas, there's no way you would bet him. I think Willie Z's got a better chance to bounce back than JT does to play really well in this tournament off his second major win. There's got to be a hangover. And Jordan Spieth up there among the favorites, he was just really inconsistent last week. I didn't like the way he played with the putter or the driver. Uh, so anyway, I'm going to play Zalatoris Burns, answer Woodland. I did take a couple bombs like Lucas Herbert at 125 to 1. Just small stuff, nothing serious on the golf tournament this week. But stick with Willie Z, Scott. He's going to pay off eventually. Just It's not going to happen as soon as we hoped. Ideally, we would have won at the Farmers Insurance Open. We could have cashed yes. and got out of town, but now we're stuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, darn you. <laughs> darn you, Luke List. <laughs> and <laughs> actually, darn you, the 17th, 18th, uh, 17th hole, 18th hole in the playoff hole because he missed birdies on all three of them. Uh, I know you've been looking at the baseball board here for Thursday. Anything that uh, jumped out to you? Yeah, I love to bet baseball. I've not been into it as much as you have uh, so far this season, but I wanted to throw a game at you tonight because I watched the Yankees over the weekend. They've got some injuries, obviously, to the pitching staff. They've had some. Big bats out of the lineup. They were held to one run and a doubleheader loss, uh, a sweep at the hands of the White Sox on Sunday. And uh, they're coming off the series against the Orioles. They typically do not play well at the trop. we got nasty Nestor Cortez on the mound tomorrow. I think the circle line right now is minus 125. Would you be inclined to lay that, or would you look at the home dog tomorrow in the Yankees-Rays game? The only worry that I have with the Yankees, Matt, is um... – you mentioned the bats missing from their lineup. So no Stanton in the lineup. Um, I, I'd i have to see. I mean, Glaber Torres batting fourth is not ideal. So I'd have right. to see what the lineup looks like tomorrow to make sure that, like, LeMayhew's got to be in the lineup. Um, yep. You'd like to see Higashioka in there uh, instead of Trevino, even though Trevino had the three hits and the walk-off hit on, um, on Tuesday. So you'd like to see Higashioka in there. You'd like to see LeMayhew in there. So I really need to see the lineup because uh, Aaron Hicks has given you nothing. And with Stanton out, you're probably going to get Hicks in the lineup, which is bad. Uh, Marwin Gonzalez, if he's in the lineup, I want no part of it. And Clay Holmes, who right now is the Yankees' best reliever, he's thrown two days in a row, Matt, which means he's probably not available for this game. So if I'm on the Yankees, if the lineup is right, it would probably only be in the first five. Um but I love this Tampa Bay Rays team, and and I, I I might you know what the under could be a play honestly. This could this might be a first yeah. this might be a first five under spot. You know Yarbo Yarborough maybe he limits the Yankees bats for the first couple innings. Maybe Nestor only allows one or two, and we get an under four in the first five. I I'd have to dive into this a little further, but at first glance, this, I have no interest right now just because of what the Yankees are going through. No, I understand that. I was actually looking more at the home dog. I just wanted yeah. to set that up and get your thoughts on the game, but I, I thought the uh, Rays might be a little bit more attractive as home dogs. By the way, Scott, great job on your baseball plays. Thank you, Matt. I appreciate you. He's great Matt, work, man. I appreciate he, it. He's Matt Humans. I'm Scott Sadenberg. This is The Look Ahead here on Beeson. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.